Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides. It's my actual job title and last name, which is part of the reason why the mathematical model they built to predict various sports outcomes is affectionately known as Sideline. You'll hear more about the model in the course of this episode, set to cover select college basketball games scheduled to be played on Sunday, January 1st, 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. Hopefully you've made it through safe and healthy. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswitheprofessor.com slash new for some explanations, goals, full recommendations on wager scaling, where to find additional picks and community rules. Always remember, there are no locks in gambling. So what Sideline provides here is parsing its picks into two categories, plays and leans. You'll notice a little bit of a difference there. You can see it if you're looking at the results. The B-grade picks and the C-grade picks weren't performing any different from each other, and I cannot in good conscience continue to deliver them that way because it implies that one is better than the other, and really, they're the same. They're, they're leans. They're both better than 50%, but they're plays that I wouldn't just blind back them because um, in the long run, if you play all of them, they're going to lose money. They're just leans kind of maybe nudging you in that direction. If you already like that, it's kind of maybe confirming that. So those are ones we want to be more selective with. You know that we've always been talking about that. But the plays, the formerly the A plays, those are good enough to blind back and profit in the long run. Uh, they've been, again, that 53 to 54% and a ridiculously large sample size, something I'm very pleased with. Um, you know, the gold standard, right, in, in this industry is 55%, but you can't hit that with an insane number of, of plays like that, you know, for very long. And so that's always the goal to get it up there, uh, but hovering just shy of that uh, and being able to just blindly back me profitable is something that I'm very pleased with. And so we're going to continue that. The A plays are still plays just like they were before, but the B and C picks now um, just combining together to make them leans. I'm going to do uh, the, the picks on the show. It, it, you probably noticed they haven't been very good. And maybe you've struggled with this too, trying to pick out games. I know we've talked a lot about this in the Discord chat. It's sometimes really frustrating and hard when you're when you're eyeing you know two games and you and you pick one to bet and you don't bet the other one, right? And that's kind of what I'm doing here. My my whole mantra is that the the plays the the formerly the A grade plays are picks that we should mostly be looking at pretty hard, investing in a lot of them. And so I come on here and I, and I just talk about you know. Jake and I, our cousin Jay and I'll talk about a handful of them, but we're just kind of picking, you know, we're picking nits here. You know, we, what we like on what we talk about here on show might be just barely more than one that doesn't make the cut, or we think it might be a little more interesting or something. And it's creates a lot of decision points and it, it hasn't gone well. And so instead of trying to do that, instead to make my life easier, right? My stress level lower, we're just going to cover the best games, the most interesting games, the games that are the combination of the best talent, and what we expect to be close games, just to try to give you the top-notch quality. It's basically the must-see TV segment. We're just giving you nothing but the must-see TV type games. That way, there's no decision point of which A plays do we talk about on show. Because I love all the A plays. They're like, I love all my children the same. You know, they, they've done really well for us <laughs> here. And uh, instead of trying to pick out between them, which is a very difficult task and something we haven't really done well at, to be frank. And so instead, let's just talk about the best games. And I'm going to tell you how I would approach those. Some of them have plays that the model loves, and I'll 
mention that as well. Um, and, and we won't we won't fade those plays because those have been pretty good. Um, otherwise, I'm going to look at it and try to find an angle, whether it's a total or whether it's uh, on the side and, and see if I, I agree with the models lean or not. Uh, Jake and Kiss Jared will do the same thing. So we're just going to talk about the best games. And hopefully it's the ones that are more interesting to you as well. Again, those, uh, those plays that the model likes – Still out there, still recommend all of them. Nothing's changing with that. And the results of all of these recommended picks, in case you haven't seen it yet, you've got the plays that we're talking about here, all the model plays, all the plays of the day on Patreon, anything that I give out to that Discord chat. Remember, you can find all those results in the bet stamp and in the Google Sheet. Those links are in the show description. Bad Google Sheet also contains a full set of projections of picks on every single game. And remember, for early access, if you want to bet opening numbers, Check out the Patreon. That link's in the crawler below and in the show description, which is also the same place you can access that Discord chat. It's a lot of fun over there. It's also the best place to get questions answered about these or other games. But as always, take what you like and leave the rest. I'm not putting a gun to your head making you bet any of this stuff. If you don't like it, don't play it. I'm just telling you my recommendation. Um, in general, again, you can trust more times than not the model plays. Um, otherwise, I'm just trying to give you some things to think on. And if, if you like it, great. And if you don't, go the other direction. I never recommend playing something you don't like. I do recommend playing as many games as possible because of that good and bad variance, which we always talk about. And it feels like you're on New Year's Eve with all the games. There was a ton of it. And hopefully you were on the right side of those. But I noticed it with not just the model plays, but even the model leans. So many games falling right around that number. Hopefully you got the best of the number. Hopefully you shopped around. I talk about I'm happy that the model set at 53, 54%. That's not shopping around, right? It can get to 55 and better if we're shopping around. And hopefully you're doing that. Hopefully you're getting on the right side of those numbers. Um, I noticed, again, a lot here on New Year's Eve. So there was a lot of good and bad variants. Hopefully it was good variants for you. Um, but <laughs> that's part of the reason why I say as much as I, we like to be profitable, each and every day, that is just an impossible reality because you just never know how the ball is going to bounce. Before we get to today's games here, I've got eight of them that I'm going to cover here for your Sunday. Some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, don't miss any. It's college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned the Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits to be found over there above and beyond to here. $3 per month gets you full access to all of those plays of the day. For another $2 a month, you get access to that Discord chat group. And for $5 more a month, you get ad-free shows delivered to you earlier than the general public and immediate access to every single pick that I am recommending the model recommends. Go to www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor for more details. But even if you're not there, we're still thrilled that you are here. Let's get to the games. All lines courtesy of BetOnline. Sign up in the show description and current as of the time of this recording late on New Year's Eve. Sunday afternoon, 1.30 p.m. Central. Providence at the Paul. Been an 11-3 and three team in Providence who's looking really good. Definitely trying to make their case for why they should be included in the big dance. DePaul, just kind of so-so this year. And so, obviously, Providence should be favored. The question is, can they win by enough to cover that 5.5? The model says that they should be favored by 5.1, but still leans Providence. And I tend to agree. I like the direction this Providence team is going. I like laying these shorter numbers. Um, you never really know with fouls. We saw a bunch of weird things happening with fouls here on Saturday, and, and that's just college basketball. It's just college kids and, and sports, right? But in general, laying a number here, less than six, is usually pretty good with, with fouls. As long as Providence has a reasonable lead, it's not just like a three-point lead with 10 seconds to go. You know, As long as they have a reasonably late Good chance they can hang out there and still cover this number. Seem to be going in the right direction. 
DePaul hasn't been. The other thing is that the model's five and two backing DePaul and six and two fading him. It's had a pretty good handle on him this year, pretty 500 with Providence. Uh, but it's just, it's done well, you know, dodging, ducking, dipping, whatever, right, with regards to DePaul. I'm going to trust it here, even though that it says it only should be five, that fling five and a half, I still think the model still leans that way, says it's a smart decision. I agree with it. I recommend laying the five and a half with Providence. Totals 149.5, models is 147.8. Uh, I will say that the model has underestimated the number of points that these two teams have scored. And so if that's the case, that 147.8 that it projects might actually should be closer to higher to this total. So I think it's a pretty well-priced total. It's not one I'd be investing in at this number. It's that I just stick to saying Providence can get the job done for us on the road here on Sunday. 2 p.m. Central, Drake at Missouri State. Uh, you got a couple of decent teams here in the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, maybe a little bit of a preview of... Missouri Valley Conference, uh, you know, semifinals or championship game. One of these teams might end up in the dance. Two teams that are, uh, you know, look a little bit different with regards to their record, but they're not really that different. Uh, Drake's 11-3. and three. It's a little misleading. They've had some soft wins there. Missouri State, 6-7, and seven, but uh, they're not as bad as that 6-7 and seven record is. Played a tougher schedule. It's a couple bad breaks. I don't think they're that much worse than Drake. There's a reason that Drake is only a one-point favorite on the road here. They're the better team but they're the better team by only a little bit. The model says Drake should be favored by 0.7. So the model thinks this is a really well-priced line. I'm going to lay it with Drake, though. I just think that they're the better team and they can go on the road and get the job done. It has really nothing to do with the records. It has nothing to do with the name, although obviously Drake is, uh, you know, if you were with us a couple years ago, right, Drake had that magical run where they covered like 20 games in a row or whatever it was, and that was a lot of fun. I just see them being the better team here enough to go on the road and get the win. I wouldn't really want to lay much more than one because I really do think it's going to be a tight contest, but it's one of those where if it's tight at the end, I trust Drake to get it done. I just think that the better team. And as long as this is hanging around a coin toss at the end of the game, that's the side that I want to have uh, rather than Missouri State. So the model leans Drake. I agree with that. Let's lay one with Drake here on the road. Total on this one's 133 and a half. Model says 132. But the model has actually overestimated a little bit uh, the number of points for these two teams. So there's a chance that maybe that projection should actually be a little bit lower than that. This is a game that I don't really want to play the under in. But the model would say maybe that's the way to look, especially if this number goes up. Maybe if it gets up to about 135, it would look under. And that's probably the direction I would go if forced. I'd be just a little bit afraid knowing that this should be such a tight contest and that we may end up with, as we got, you know, killed in that texas oklahoma game here on saturday i believe there were like 15 points in the last minute of that game and, and that's not an exaggeration i think that's actually what it was i might be off on that but i think it was pretty close to that and that's something that might happen here with it being a tight contest or you may get overtime so i think under's the smarter play here i think drake minus one's the better play though than the total just because i'm a little bit worried about fouls and overtime so if i was going to play it i'd play it under especially if the number got higher but i think the better investment is just laying it with drake They're the better team I think they can get it done. I just don't trust Missouri State to get a win over a team as good as Drake at this point of the season. Two beam central Cincinnati at Temple. Cincinnati is a three and a half point road favorite. Model says they should only be favored by 2.8. Model leans Temple plus three and a half. I'm going to agree with the model here again. Mainly the reason why is the model's done a really good job uh, picking Temple games. Kind of like we talked about in one of the earlier ones here. Model is... Uh, 
six and two backing Temple, five and one fading them. Models four and one in backing Cincinnati too, and about 50 50 fading them. So, I mean, it's had a decent handle on these two teams. And the model just says this is too many points. You can also look Temple on the money line. That might be an interesting play if you've been following along with the plays of the day. Again, on the website, I throw up a few of those for free every day, but also on Patreon. The money line plays of the day have been killing it. And this is the type of spot uh, that you might see in, in, highlighted in that segment there where you've got the um, you know two teams that are pretty similar here with regards to uh, – you know, better team on the road, who knows what's going to happen, coin toss type game. And that's kind of what I see here, that Temple has a shot at winning this game. They got a shot at keeping it close. Again, on average, if Cincinnati wins by 2.8, we would cover this, you know, about 55% of the time, enough to be a worthwhile investment if the model is accurate with its number. And again, it's been pretty good with these two teams. So I think grabbing the three and a half with Temple makes a lot of sense. I trust what the model sees here. Cincinnati, definitely a better team. Uh, should be favored, but... Again, I just think it should be favored more like two, two and a half. So you're getting just a little bit of value. Again, it's kind of a reason I always say there's no locks in gambling. The idea here is not that this is going to win 90% of the time. If anybody out there tells you that they've got a pick that's going to hit 90% of the time and it's minus 110, please just run because that's nonsense. All right? There's no mathematical justif- justification for that. Um, but here, I just think it's a smart long-term play. If we can get three and a half, uh, you get four, which I think there's some fours around there. If it gets up to four and a half or five, that's where the model really is jumping on board and officially recommending a full unit play rather than what I recommend here for the show is just half unit plays uh, on, on the, so a little bit better of a number, a little bit stronger of a play, but at three and a half, tipple probably still worth investment, just a little smaller of one than the plays that the model fully backs. Total, this one's 143. Model says it should be 143. So model thinks is priced really well. It's underestimated Cincinnati totals and overestimated temple totals. So again, I just think this is a really well-priced total. A lot of Sunday's totals are priced really well. Not really a lot of investment here. Uh, opportunities here, at least for the totals that I see here on the night before. 3.30 p.m. Central, Maryland at Michigan. This one's a pick Model says this should be Maryland minus 2.3, though. This is a model play. Again, formerly an A-grade pick here on Maryland. Model likes Maryland to win this game thinks that they win this game uh, 57 to 58% of the time, which makes a pick them a worthwhile investment here. Um, bottom line here, again, the, the, the model plays are hitting at a high enough rate that in general, unless there's some reason to, I'm not going to fade them. It doesn't know exactly about forecasting injuries, but it does do a good job of looking back on previous data to know in general about who's playing and injuries and stuff like that. It does a pretty good job with that. And so there's just no real justification for me to fade this. I'm just going to take Maryland here just because the model, again, it's been pretty good on these type of, on the picks that it recommends. It recommends Maryland. Let's take Maryland. I mean, it's kind of that simple. Um, if you're looking for a little bit of extra detail there, the model's four and one backing Maryland. Also three and one backing Michigan, five and three fading Michigan. So model's done pretty well here so far and with regards to how much it's missed each team by it's been within two tenths of a point uh, per game on Michigan and about one point per game on Maryland so it's been pretty spot on with these two teams and how it's pegged them so far so again, on average it says Maryland wins by 2.3 again just a disclaimer who knows with one game the average college basketball game for any projection system whether it's mine or a different one you can see all this stuff in the google sheet i try to be very transparent whether it's a sports books misses by about nine to ten points so on average, a reasonable game, Maryland could win this by 11 or lose it by seven, right? So that would just be an average type situation. 
we wouldn't consider it a weird situation until it was even beyond those extremes. So anything can happen in one game, but just in general, a good long-term play is backing Maryland here. They're the better team by a decent amount here. Maryland's a team that I like what I've seen from obviously I like them more at home. We talked about the Big Ten home court advantages are just some of the best in the country. Um, but I just am not convinced that Michigan's good enough to beat a good team like Maryland. I'd be wanting to get points with Michigan here. And if I was, it'd be a different story, but we're not. It's pick them. And so I'm going to back Maryland just like the model indicates. Total this one, 143 and a half. Model says 142.2. It's underestimated Michigan totals and overestimated Maryland's. I think it's a pretty well priced total with regards to what the model says. That 142, I think that's pretty accurate. So maybe you look under but with a tight contest knowing fouls might happen and or overtime it's not a total that i really want to be invested in. i think the books have done a really good job with this total and i'm personally just going to leave it alone i don't see anything worth exploiting 4 p.m central memphis at tulane memphis is a four and a half point favorite here the model leans tulane i'm actually gonna go against the model on this one i'm gonna lay the four and a half with memphis why is that tulane is two and ten against the spread, and I'm just not sure the numbers caught up yet to just how bad this team is. They've been really profitable to fade. I think we should keep doing it. The number makes sense to lay four and a half because we talk about those late game fouls. Memphis should stay still be able to get get out ahead of that. They're the much better team. Uh, Memphis is again a, a tournament quality team. Tulane is not. I mean, there's a pretty good differential between these two teams. That's the bottom line. Memphis should be able to go on the road. On you know, if this game plays out anywhere in the realm of normal, what we would assume, we'd assume they'd win. They absolutely might win by one through four. That's why the model is not recommending a play on either side because the, the price is pretty good. But I still think laying four and a half is your best bet for this game because I, I just think that Memphis is going to be able to take care of business late in this one they've historically not necessarily been the best free throw shooting team but that's a little bit less of a concern laying four and a half than it is laying a number like six and a half seven and a half where we really might need every single free throw and a number like this have a little bit of wiggle room even if they miss a couple that we still can probably get outside of it so at this number of four and a half i like laying the points here with memphis even though they're on the road even though it's fading the model because it's only a lean for it and again um Tulane's just been such a profitable team to fade. I don't really see why we should stop doing that yet. With regards to the total, the total on this one was 155 and a half. It's come down to 154 and a half. Models is 152. So the model kind of agreed with playing a little bit under at that 155 and a half. As it's come down a little bit, it's losing a little bit of its value. It's also scary to play Memphis Unders, especially with what we saw against South Florida, which was a, one of the most confusing results of the week with regards to just how many points there were in that game. So it's not an under that I really think is worth playing. Both these teams play fast. There's a reason why this total is set so high. And if you just, if you see the right combination of things, the points could just get out of hand. So I wouldn't play the over. Uh, we will play some high overs for sure in situations where I think the game can play out that way. I wouldn't play over here. Model leans under, but I just don't think it's really worth the investment with these two teams. I think it's priced well enough. Now, if this does come back up, into the 156, 157. At some point, there's a number where you just have to go under. Everyone's got a number there, right? Maybe it's 160 for you, right? Um, th there's a number there where you would play under uh, 154.58 for me. That's 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 for sure. I'd be looking at least 156, maybe even 157 if it gets up that high. Um, uh, uh, otherwise, it's just not worth it because I think there's going to be a lot of points in this one, obviously. Um, but again, I, I wouldn't be going over either just because um, – Memphis defense is good enough to put the clamps on this enough to keep this at about 150, which is still a high scoring game. 
uh, but wouldn't be high enough to get over a number that's priced this high. So instead again, we're just going to focus on laying the four and a half with Memphis there on the road. Same time slot here for 30 p.m. Central Iowa, Penn State. Penn State's a two and a half point favorite. The model leans Iowa, but I'm going to lay the two and a half with Penn State. Why is that? One reason and one reason alone. Iowa is the most impossible team to predict whatsoever because they're so reliant on the three ball. If they come by hitting threes, they're going to win this game by double digits. And if they go cold from three, they're going to lose this game by double digits. Now, if they hit on average from three, that's the type of game that matters. So straight up, my opening for you on this game is there's about a one out of three chance that Iowa just runs away with this, and it doesn't matter what you handicap. They're going to hit so many threes, you don't stand a chance. There's about a one in three chance. They just go cold, and they've done that in games. And and backing Iowa, don't stand a chance. Penn State's going to win this handily, right? It's that middle third that we're kind of concerned about here. And what I'll notice here, the model's one in five backing Iowa, one in six fading. It's done horrible on Iowa. One of the few teams that it's really struggled with backing and fading. There are not many like that. So you know what? The model says lean Iowa. I'm going to go the other direction. I'm going to lay it with Penn State. I like laying short numbers. I don't like getting short numbers. If at that point, I'd rather just go money line. Yes, there are one and two point victories all the time, but I'd rather just take my chance with the money line because then it also, I like having my um, goals aligned with the team goals. Right. And so, um, you know, we're happy with them losing by, you know, at that point, if you're getting two and a half, you're happy with the team losing by two and a half, but they're going to foul. Right. And they're going to lose my four or something right like that. Right. So at that point, I'd rather just go money line. We're talking about the spread pick here. I don't want to just lay the two and a half. I don't want to lay the odds. Laying odds, minus odds in sports is, it's a tough proposition. It's worth it in baseball at the right moments. we got to really pick our spots. Um, it's in general just not a – it's a hard thing to do. It's not impossible, but you really got to know what you're doing. And unless you're really experienced, I just wouldn't recommend doing it a lot just in general. And so I wouldn't lay the money line with Penn State here. I'd just be looking to lay the two and a half. Say, look, if they win by one or two, that's fine. But, I mean, again, if Iowa goes cold, we're going to win this one handily. And otherwise – it should be about a, pr- a pretty good game. I mean, I'm not convinced Iowa's really the better team um, at this point. Thought they'd look a little bit better here against Nebraska, and they just got run out of the building. And, you know, Penn State's got about the same sort of home court edge um, that Nebraska's going to have. They're going to a tough place to play. So uh, I don't really know what to expect from this game. I just think, you know, give me the home team laying a short number in, in, a, in a game that's priced pretty well. It's not it's not priced which is at the price you have to take advantage of, right? If it was a pick them, you just you kind of just have to take Penn State if it's a pick them. Or if you were getting five points, you just kind of just have to take five with Iowa State, right? The price would just kind of dictate what you do because the price is just such a good value. Without having that value here, I should land it with the, the home team. Uh, makes sense here given that Penn State's just not the easiest place to go in and win at. It's it's maybe it's not as much as Rutgers, right? But I mean, it's it's again not a not an easy uh, road victory here for Iowa, especially knowing how cold they can go from three, um, and knowing that Penn State got a pretty good defense. It might force them into some tougher looks, and that might make it a little harder for them to get hot um, and, and score the way that they want to. Penn State's offense also kind of underrated. Pretty good offense, uh, kind of flying under the radar a little bit. All the good Big Ten teams. I'm not sure Penn State's, you know, at the quality of that top tier, you know, the Big Ten at the top, you know, whatever, six, seven, eight teams. But I think they're right behind them where it's going to be a tough road victory for a lot of these teams. They're not a bad team. Uh, and I think it's the same thing. I think I'm going to put up a good fight here. It's going to two and a half with Penn State. Total, 146. Model says 146.1. Model's been pretty spot on with both of these uh, teams on average because it misses pretty bad with Iowa just based off the threes on the games that they get hot. I was going to go over and the games they don't, they're going to go under, right? I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. And the games where they hit their season average at about a third of the time, 
I think we're going to hit right around 146. So I think predicting this total is just predicting if I was taking it threes. And I don't know how to predict that. I mean, I mean, if I did, I, I guess it'd be a fortune teller, right? Because we see teams, you know, great three-point shooting teams go cold. Bad ones get hot. Good ones get hot. You know, you just never really know how it's going to play out. So uh, pretty well-priced total, 146. That's a number I'm not messing with. 6.30 p.m. Central Ohio State. Laying two and a half points at Northwestern. Model leans Ohio State. I'm going to agree with the model. I'm going to lay the two and a half with Ohio State. Again, with a lot of the big games here, it's kind of a similar theme other than uh, the Temple game. I'm mostly just laying these small numbers here. They're not enough points to get me excited. I love taking underdogs, but in these situations, I think it's just a better better deal today with laying some of these small numbers with favorites. It's not going to be the way it always works. In general, I probably lean more to taking dogs, but I agree with the model here laying the two and a half with Ohio State. I think they're a pretty good bit better than Northwestern. They are on the road. I just don't buy into Northwestern's home court as being consistently as good as the rest of the ones in the Big Ten. I know they can be, um, but it's just it's, I just think it's one of the weaker Big Ten home courts. It's not, there's no disrespect to Northwestern. It's just in comparison to all the other great atmospheres there in the Big Ten. So I think it's just a little bit less home court edge. Um, model's been pretty spot on with both of these teams um, with regards to its projections. And I, like I said, I, I think the bottom line is just as good as Northwestern's defense is, I think Ohio State's offense is better than Northwestern's defense. And so if Ohio State still has an edge there, that takes away, that neutralizes what Northwestern does well. I think Ohio State can get the win. And I'm just going to hope here that we don't, they don't win by one or two, which is obviously possible. Um, but, you know, it, if, with them being able to score, hopefully they can get outside of a, a short number like that. So, again, really the bottom line there to me is Ohio State will have the edge on offense, and I think their offense is better than Northwestern's defense. And I think Ohio State has the edge when Northwestern has the ball because I think their defense is above average and Northwestern's offense is pretty average. So when you got the edge on both sides of the ball, I know it's on the road, but it's really hard not to lay a short number. I wouldn't – in this situation, I wouldn't lay a big number. right? I definitely wouldn't lay a four and a half, five, something like that. If it was that, I'd be taking Northwestern and just saying, hey, Northwestern could win this game or – Ohio State may win by a short number, but a, a, a number like two and a half, I just think Ohio State having the edge on both sides of the ball. I'm going to lay it on the road um, because of the fact that it's a number. So we're talking about the number here being so important here, laying something like two and a half. Total is 136 and a half. Model says 136.1. I mean, if I went through every single game on a Sunday, I think I'd be saying basically the same thing for so many of them. Very well-priced total on almost all of them. Uh, the model has underestimated the number of points in both of these teams' games. Northwestern by a little bit. Ohio State by a decent amount. So you could make the case that maybe the model is underestimating here as well. Maybe it should be 137, 138. This is one where if I was going to play a total, I probably would go over. It's not one that I'm comfortable investing in. It's just not low enough. But if it dropped to about 135, for sure 134, that would be a good enough buy point. You'll probably hear me say this, but just a quick reminder in case not, you might say to yourself, well, what's one point? What's two points? But given that we don't, it's not impossible. We don't really expect 160 points in this game. We don't really expect 110 points in this game. That really limits that whole, the fact that something has to happen, right? We have a hundred percent probability it has to go somewhere, it has to clump into this like 20 point range, really, you know, 25, 30 point range. And so each point, you know, kind of matters because something's got to happen around there. So it seems like it may be like a, what does this one point matter or what? But if, if you pay attention, you'll notice there's a lot of times the number gets really close to the total. So I always recommend shopping around. So I always concerned about the number that we're getting here. And 136 and a half, again, I would lean over. I'm not taking it, but if it drops enough and or you can chop around and get a lower number, it might be worth an investment there. Um, just given the fact that the models underestimated these teams, Ohio State's offense is really good. And if my theory is correct and they do neutralize that Northwestern 
defense a little bit. There might be a little bit of scoring in this one. And again, tight contest, like a lot of these, should be good games. Tight contest, we're likely out of overtime. We're likely to get some weird shenanigans getting us over that number. The last game I'm going to cover here. Overtime segment, not a big game, not an interesting game, just one that I want to make sure is on your radar. One of the strongest model plays here. Um, just going to come back here in this overtime segment. When Jake's on, I'm going to let him have a freebie pick, whatever he likes the most. And Jared's on, same thing. When it's just me, I'm just going to give you what I think is the strongest model play. Not going to try to pick however many of just the one. And that's how this overtime segment's going to look. 4.30 p.m. Central, Belmont at Southern Illinois. Belmont is getting five points in this game and taking the five points I think is a worthwhile investment here the model thinks that it should be Southern Illinois minus 2.8 we faded Southern Illinois 11 times gone seven and four in those games we backed them once and that didn't work so that puts them at four and eight against the number uh, the model's been pretty spot on with both of these teams with regards to their predictions and how close they've been to the final margins of victory. And again, I think the Southern Illinois should be favored here, but not by five points. I think getting five points is a gift from the sports books. These two teams are pretty close. Southern Illinois might be a little bit better, but not by that much. Missouri Valley, you know, going to have a decent home court edge, but not quite as much as some of the big boys. So, you know, maybe give it three points, maybe two and a half points, something like that. Southern Illinois should be favored by about three, maybe three and a half Five is some really good value here. I think Belmont can hang in there, and there's a lot of ways that they can win this game, or Southern Illinois wins by something like one through four. So it's a strong model play, and one I definitely want to make sure is on your radar. And that's all I've got for you here today. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picks with the Professor. Again, Happy New Year. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We'll be back again with more sports betting content sooner than you realize, Like kind of like this episode. We've got some college football content. We've got more college basketball content. So again, in about 24 hours, you'll have more content to digest. But until we see you again, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.